I guess for everybody listening, it's a new year, so happy new year. Oh, it'll be New Year's, yeah, with a new new me. It's almost, but it really kind of is, I guess. So I, I was at Target yesterday, and I got groceries, and I was like, see you next year. Someone tried to get you to sign up for AT&T or no? No, I didn't do that, but that's what yeah. I, I just said to the guy at self-checkout. I said, see you next year. Uh, yeah, right? people always do that. Yeah, shit. like a jerk-off. That's funny. That's what I was doing. Yeah. I also just saw a turkey vulture drag roadkill off the road nice right that's a good meal man yeah do you know yeah, what it was, what, what was i it, don't a know squirrel or something probably that's fine i think it was me in the future that's weird they could just eat that shit off the road like if a human did that they would get so sick you yeah. know what i mean it's yeah. like what the fuck they're just able to eat that shit like that welcome that's back crazy. to another episode oh, of hey, aging everybody. punks complain i am one of your hosts raymond strudel i'm eric there he is yeah what's up not much man uh did you have a good week yeah. Did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, did you? Did we record after Christmas last week? No, we recorded before, but then it came out after. Right. So right. did we pretend it was? I don't know. We don't usually <laughs> lie. Yeah. We should have wore like Santa hats or something, I guess. We Why? Just for us? Just to be funny. For each other? Yeah, but the wrong colors and shit. That'd be funny. Uh, sure. <laughs> we'll do that next year. What'd you get? Did you get anything good? I got, oh, Nicole got me a metal detector. Oh, my God. So now I can go treasure hunting. It's right up your alley. Yeah, pretty cool. Did you get that before Christmas? No. I think you already told me that you got it. No, I wanted to get one. I was talking about it. Oh. And she's smart, so she's like, oh, I'm going to get him one. I got um, free movies for a year. From where? To go to Regal. Oh, like in the movie theater? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'm very excited. And you could just go unlimited? Yeah. I didn't know they had something like that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. That's And is it like you can see anything there, or is it like... I think Are you so. limited to like? I'm sure there's certain, some restrictions, but like if there's I, a premiere one, you still. I don't think whatever. they. I think they want. I like it's paid for. Yeah. Basic. So like, why even stop? It's not like. Is it still like when you go to the movies? Is it crowded still or no? Sometimes. Like, yeah. Opening okay. weekend. I haven't been in a long time, so probably maybe not for Aquaman, but I'm gonna go. Nice. But didn't Aquaman already come out? Is there a sequel? It coming? just started a sequel. Oh, sequel. okay, okay. <clears throat> See, I'm so I don't even know. All right. Well, we have a guest today, and I'm very excited about this guest. Um. He's insanely talented uh, rap artist. I had the pleasure of going on a, a little tour with this guy a few years ago. Um, he's part of a rap group called Tomorrow Kings, and he's coming here from Chicago, <clears throat> all the way from the Windy City. We got Lamont Manuel. What's up, dude? Hi, hey, how's it going? How um, are you? Oh man. Uh, I guess this is an interesting one to start with, but I'm not part of Tomorrow Kings anymore. Okay. I was wondering. I oh, I kind of I usually like refrain from saying anything like so specific in the intro. And as soon as yeah. I said it, I was like, nah, oh, I blew it. It's all good. It happens a lot. It's fine. It's I, just like um I haven't been since that tour we were on, basically. Yeah, right. Like that year. Yeah. But I'm still cool with all them. They're still like family. I see a bunch of them all the time or whenever, whoever sketches in town. Yeah. Um, so I still, I do music with them, do shows. So it's just like, I'm just not part of the crew anymore. Yeah. But like family wise, I still 
you know, people I've known for 20 plus years. Yeah, right. You were there. Like, it's not like yeah, yeah. if I say that, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> what I like I to do... I like part of Wu-Tang or part of Jeff <laughs> or, you know... What I like to do is... I wasn't in the shadows. Uh, I like to start the podcast with me embarrassing myself by saying the wrong thing just to like humble me first. Oh, thing yeah, we do morning. it all the time. Uh, that's good. Like, you know, Embarrassment is dope. He yeah. called, he called uh, chamomile calamine. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was funny, though. Yeah, I, I recently heard uh, an interview with Joaquin Phoenix, and he was like, <clears throat> he was like, every day I just have to remember my job is to be humiliated. And that's yeah. how I do my work. He, and he gets paid better than we do. Absolutely. But <laughs> that phrase has helped me like swallow my pride like twice a day at work <laughs> and it just in life in general. Like, yeah, that's I'm kind of here to just be humiliated or else like I would <laughs> never what we're all here. For? I would never get anything done. So that's yeah. <laughs> so, no, so, yeah being humbled is great. I think so. Yeah, I, you got to be open to it. I think I could use a little less of it, maybe, but I, <laughs> <laughs> it's working for me. What's up, man? How are you? It's so good to see you. It's been so I'm long. Good. It's good to see you, too. It's been a minute. Yeah. I mean, we've been seeing each other on the socials, but it's not the same. Yeah. You know? No, not at all. I, I I, don't even... That was a long time ago when we went on tour. Yeah, that was like 2017. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It had yeah. to be at least, yeah, at least six years ago. Right. It's COVID. I know it's, I, I, people are sick of me saying it, but there was like two years of COVID. It's like we time travel yeah, or something. It's, it's like the fucking yeah, snap. Yeah. Time just feels different. It just like, it, it blurs everything even before, you know, like it seems like it was so much longer ago than it actually was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%. It's, it's yeah. It, it's, it blows my mind. Like, I don't feel, I feel like I lost two years. Like I don't feel like those two years count for my age. Yo, what like, what was happening before? Co- like what? I don't. I don't even. You know what I mean? Like in the world, like what was the big thing? Trump. Like is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, everybody was yeah. fucking miserable about Trump, yeah. and, and then that happened. That's weird. It was it's like you forget what everything was like before. We already thought like the world was fucking ending, and then <laughs> COVID. Hit. Oh, it's but ending. You know, it can be a lot of work. It's a lot worse. Like we just didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. The, well, the world's not ending. Humans are ending, probably. Well, but maybe. maybe <laughs> the world both. will be fine once we're gone. <laughs> uh, well, speaking I'll of make problems, do you do you yeah. have something to complain about? Too? Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, you kind of touched on it already. Uh, loss. Loss? It's, you know, like that. It's, it's inevitable. You can't. No matter what happens, good, bad, whatever, it's going to happen. It's part of change, but like it, it, the, that, it's the part that sucks. Right? Yeah, you just like gave you know, me so chills. You feel like you lost time. Yeah, you just saying the word loss as like the subject is like just blew my fucking mind. Yeah, <laughs> it's like such a general. <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to go with like a serious one or kind of like a joking one, but that's kind of where I've been lately. Nah, man, I I absolutely understand that. Like, I feel it's like uh balance in life like you can't gain stuff without losing other stuff too so it's like it's very hard as i get older for me specifically like it's hard for me to cope with like what like this like sacrifice versus personal gain um and that's something i've been dealing with a lot lately kind of like a midlife crisis causes anxiety (laughs) oh Oh, yeah anxiety is a big part of it (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh have what have you lost something specifically besides time to Uh, covid besides yeah i mean it's been a time man so like um when covid like shut everything down i was on tour with head trip 
or we were about to start a tour. I flew to Portland, stayed with him for like a day and a half. And then, you know, we left for tour. In that day and a half when I was there, one of my friends in Chicago committed suicide. Oh my God. Um, so we had been just talking about trying to make time to hang out and I was getting ready for tour. So I didn't really have time and they were busy. And then I'm like, okay, cool. When I get back, we'll be able to like, just spend some time together and see each other and chill. I leave to go to Portland and there for a day, wake up and get like text the next morning. Like they're gone. Oh my God, man. And so it feels like it's been different versions of that. And also just like losing the world that we knew, yeah. you know, I'm so sorry for your loss, man. That that's gotta be yeah. one of the hardest things to ever deal with. Um, um it's, I, I don't know. It's just things you have to learn to live with. You can't avoid them, you know, like it's going to happen in different forms. Like you said before, it's like, it's change. It's, you have to be open to, to it, to experience it. So you can hopefully get the good parts of change as well. Yeah. But some stuff you just lose and it's like, that's just, it sucks. Yeah. That's honestly like the most evolved best way to look at it, but it's so hard to look. You can even like know that and know like this is life and it's all experiences are life, not like just the ones you love, but like, it's so hard in the moment to like use that knowledge to like not hurt or not be like angry. It sucks. (laughs) Uh, absolutely yeah. i yeah i i i've lost a few people in my life but i i don't even know some of them how some of them died i don't ask you know and then i just i i constantly like all my friends who ever doing bad and then i lost them i'm always like man they were like my two of my best friends really and I, i'm always questioning like we weren't like it was always at the end we weren't seeing each other at all like yeah. closer to the end so i've always yeah, like same thing with me with one of my close friends that you know a couple years ago right the same thing like towards the end we didn't really yeah it's, it was yeah in and my then, head and then it's just like oh no it's too late now yeah, i know i'm never gonna see this yeah it's like again. these that were sucks. my everyday best friends and then it's like as you start doing one thing and they start doing another yeah, and yep and yeah. maybe their life started getting worse so it was harder to make time while your life's getting getting better or whatever for me personally and it's 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 incomprehensible like how real it is once they're gone because it's like you don't right yeah it's just completely irreversible you can't go back and change anything you can't rewrite a memory you can't have a conversation later to fix whatever but also at the same time you can't really blame yourself yeah um we all think about ways that we could be better for each other, obviously, if you're not a shitty person anyway. <laughs> um, but, you know, you can't fix everything for everybody and make everything right. And even, like, if you could just, like, be there for somebody, it doesn't necessarily mean things are going to end up differently. Yeah. It yeah. just, you know, shit just happens the way it does sometimes. You have, And that's another thing that you have to learn to live with, that it just fucking still sucks. <laughs> like, that's... you can get everything right or wrong or in between, and sometimes the result just sucks yeah sometimes it doesn't but sometimes it does that's like a really healthy way to look at it man i like really respect your your mental <laughs> health game man you gotta go and- i'm like thinking by myself at 9 22 in the morning 
Yeah. But like, you know, three hours from now when I'm in the middle of my day, just feeling my, whatever feelings, like I'm not going to have the same perspective. I'm, I'm just going to be in a moment where like this sucks. Yeah. You know, like I have like today is kind of a, a weird day for me in general, but um, yeah, it's just a lot of different shit, you know, like this year I lost another friend who died in a fucking car accident. You know, like we had yeah. a show for a sketches release in Chicago in March. He was there performing. I was there doing stuff with sketching his set. And so we took a big family photo of like 20 of us on stage because we hadn't all been in the same room in like six, seven years. And then he and I had a show scheduled for the next month. Um, his name is Jason Gatz, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, look him up. His music's amazing. And two weeks later, got into a car accident and was gone. And so we were getting ready to have this show. He went out and talking about how we need to make music. And then he was just gone. There was yeah. no like, oh, like something went wrong. Like as far as like our friendship or whatever, it just was, he was gone, you know, like freak accident. Like, and that was just it, you know? So sometimes it's just a sudden thing. And sometimes it's, you think when it's like a mental health thing, like maybe you could be there for somebody, but also like somebody could just go in an accident yeah. or like a freak thing happening, you know? Yeah. It is like uh, with, with two of my friends, Jeremy and Robus, it's like I still, since I wasn't seeing them that often right before they passed, like it's almost like I didn't lose them because like I was, I was like used to not seeing them, and I'll think yeah. like I'll I'll see something or hear a song or something, and I'll be like, oh man, like I could text Robus about this. Oh, Jeremy would love this, and it's like oh, there's nothing yeah. on the other end, like. Do you yeah. ever? Do you guys ever? Either one of you ever have dreams about people that aren't alive anymore? Sometimes, no. I do. I do all the time. I don't I talk, remember my weird. dreams like I used to. Like I'll have full conversations. Like it's weird. Like I've one of them. I even we were even talking about. I was like, yeah, it sucks. You're not here anymore. Oh, He's man. like, yeah, I know, man. Like it man. was weird, dude. Yeah, that happened. That's some wild. I shit, remember man. telling somebody about that dream, and they were like, "What? That yeah. would be a hard, uh, yeah. hard day to wake up." I just got chills from it because I. Remember oh that dream. man. This but, is so but that, sad. that does happen to me all the time, though. I have dreams where people I see them all the time where they're not, you know. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I do find like a lot of uh, I like blame myself for everything, and I I like don't forgive myself for anything. And like I, uh, my therapist is like really like wants me to forgive myself for shit. And like I don't know, I have like this thing where I'm like I feel like I it keeps me functional to like hate myself a little. And hold myself like responsible for things, whether they were in my control or not. And uh, so that's something I'm I'm working on too. Is like, well, hold, just holding yourself accountable for stuff. Well, it's a little more than holding myself accountable. I think like okay. whether it's not seeing, uh, you know, Jeremy or Robus enough before the end, or like picking on my brother when I was a oh, kid okay, or something. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah, therapist, yeah. I'll tell my therapist something, and she'll be like, "So have you forgiven yourself for that?" I don't even think like that. Till she says it. So yeah. that's another. I, I'm trying not yeah, to. You just kind of add it to like a list of reasons why, like, I'm a shitty person because I did this, right. I did this, I did this, or I didn't stop this from happening or that from happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do that too. And it's like, if it I forgive sucks. myself, would, would that make it easier for me to slip into bad habits again? Like, if I let it go? So that's like what I struggle with as far as like forgiving myself is like, maybe being mad at myself is like what keeps me like walking some line some days. 
but I guess that's not super healthy. So I don't know. You gotta find a different way. I know your therapist tell you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's another form of loss, right? Is like, like anger and and uh, like hating myself. Like I lose time doing that. Like I lose time and enjoying my life. Absolutely. Yeah. By by sitting there and making like dwelling on less it. enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. By, it's by, already happened. Just move. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get what yeah. It makes it hard to be in a moment when you have an overall thing that's just like you're carrying all the time. Yeah. Like you're just thinking about that. No matter what's going on in front of you, a lot of your brain and your heart is just focused on that. You yeah. know, you can be totally in a conversation with somebody, laughing, but like you're fifty percent there talking to yourself about some shit that happened 10, 15 years ago or whatever it is that you're mad at yourself for. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I yeah. do that. I, I do that all. Like I, I, I'm in a truck driving all day. So like, I'm just in my head all day, like 15 Ugh. hours a day. So it's like, I listen to podcasts, I listen to music, but I'll, I'll zone out and I'll, I'll be thinking about like, Oh yeah, the one time that dude jumped me off, I should have hit him or something <laughs> like just like corny male ego shit too. But it's like anytime I felt embarrassed or humiliated or anytime I feel like I should have done something or didn't do it like and it's like it's it's gone, man. Like do better next time. But like I've always had that since I was a kid. I think it's like an anxiety thing or or something to dwell on these moments that like I don't know. You lo- you lose some of yourself in them. Like you you just lose enjoyment of life, quality of life. So I don't, what sucks is see it. I repeat it over and over again. So it's like that's insanity, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like you really, but it's like you. I didn't just lose that one moment. <clears throat> I lose the moment you again every time I think yeah. about it. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you should be able to reflect. It's a fine line. Like you obviously need to reflect on things that have happened to you. You can't just go through. Wednesday, like Tuesday didn't happen at all. Right. You know, like yeah. you have to think about it and like not make the exact same decisions you made in certain situations. Yeah. But Uh-oh. also at the same time, you have to be able to experience a Wednesday as happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is. But it's, it's, it's both, you know, it's hard. It's very yeah. hard though. Yeah. I think that's part of it too, is I'll block stuff out or not remember stuff. So it's like, I'm hammering it away. Like, remember these hard things so that you don't react that way again. But then sometimes you fuck up, like, and you do react poorly again. So it's, it is like, what's the point of beating myself up all the time if it's like a 50 50 chance in the moment I won't do the right things? No, you just <laughs> they, try to learn, yeah, do the best you can to learn from your mistakes or it's, whatever. It's hard, it's man. It's really all you can do. Yeah, you know? it's like self training, I guess. And it's not yeah. always, uh, we don't always learn the right tools to do it well, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's a crapshoot, man. That's yeah. what I, you always, you always have the opportunity to learn the tools. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a good way to look at it too. So it's just getting the practice of, you know, having the do it a thousand times and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do it a thousand more times. Cause that's all you have is time. Like you're, you're going to get plenty of chances to do interactions and, conversations over and over again with different people necessarily but um you know it's all it's all just reps yeah yeah i think that's right i think uh it's i don't know it's like it, it is just like such as a hard thing to do to like accept 
the bad stuff with the good. It, it really is like, and that's that's a big part of my training is like trying to over either over accept it and or, or like I just have to find balance, man. It's the hardest, the hardest thing for me. How much do you feel like you dwell in the good? Never, none, not one, <laughs> not for one minute. Not, not, I don't give myself five minutes to think anything has ever been good ever. Do you I, get do you get anxiety for like you were talking about you know from loss? But what about gaining something like positive or yeah. does that make you just no, as angry? Because I have anxiety from that yeah. kind of shit too. I almost it's, think I that kind of change could be just as I like I prevent, dramatic or whatever. I prevent good things from happening a lot because it gives me anxiety. I like self sabotage. <clears throat> um, I don't know if it's like comes from low self esteem or like thinking you don't deserve it. Yeah. But I get like that too. But with the the, it's so funny you say that. Like about do I dwell on the good? I never, dude. I could I could pl- play a packed show for six hundred people, and five minutes later, I'm like, oh, that was a fluke. Like I shouldn't have been there. I messed up this one thing, and then I go like, I never celebrate shit. You're not never like, oh, it was so good. I will. What I will do is once in a while, I'll be like, we like we bought a house this year. I'll be like alone in the house. And you hear ghosts walking around? No, no. shut up. And I'll, be like, I'll be like eating just whatever. I'll be like eating a fucking like a like nachos in the house. And I'll be like, well, this is I, I have like I have all this like it's yeah, like, cool. Not right? like possessing things, but like this peace of mind, this thing. I'm like me and Bella, yeah. like I achieved these things. And yeah, it's like it's nice. I'll give myself like five minutes to be like, wow. This yeah, do that more cool. often. Man. Yeah, but other than that, yeah. I rarely, yeah. you know, <laughs> I rarely seven minutes and then ten minutes and then fifteen. Yeah, yeah, I should. It's like a exercise, and I get my reps in. You know, if you want to go dig for treasure with me, man, we can go do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What? Kid, no. <laughs> what other? Uh, it's a relaxing thing to do. What? <laughs> what other kinds of loss do you guys like? <laughs> deal with like besides like these major things do you find like like daily annoyances or like things you <sighs> wish you didn't have to do to to get to the things you do want to do like i don't even know if it's a yeah, loss absolutely. Oh, i mean there's like the, the daily shit that you're just like i don't want to deal with this because i don't want to do this i want to be spending my time doing something else but there's the shit you have to do yeah and the time you lose doing that like that annoys the shit out of me sometimes about oh, yeah. like working yeah yeah, that's a big like, I don't mind hard work. I love working hard, but I want to do things that I feel like matter and that make me feel like I'm growing. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of work doesn't do that. Yeah, most work. Like I'd it's say. just shit you just have to do. Yeah. And even I think even if you like I do work that benefits the worst parts of humanity right now. And like I do, I work all day. And it's it's all it's not really fulfilling at all, except that I make the money that has me have a real life. But I could see, like, even if you worked, like, for, like, positive change, but it was your job, that's probably hard as fuck, too. Like, because you just, like, if you're a social worker, or even if you, like, were in charge of, like, a soup kitchen, there's got to be so much there that's... It's it's exhausting. Yeah, it's got to be... I was a teacher for, like, 11 years, not full-time, but, like, doing creative writing and performance stuff with a lot of kids. Um, and I worked in just kind of all types of school settings and for, I worked my last three years in the detention center and that shit was depressing. I can't only imagine, man. 
Like the kids were great. Like you're talking about like a like teen detention center, like, like a juvenile. Yeah, detention? yeah. Oh wow. So yeah, that's probably where they're locked up and can't go. Oh home. man. So yeah. every day, you know, we might have a good day that day, and then we get to leave, and they're locked up. Yeah, it's a, always. You know? So it's just it sucked. It's called what's that called? Horrific victory or something? Uh, it's like you you did. Uh, it's a good thing you had a good day. Yeah, and then when you leave, it still feels like a defeat. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that sucks. But <laughs> at the same time, it's like, I don't know what else you're supposed to do in certain situations, like yeah. whether that's your job or not, but like you, you, you still have to have some experience to make something worth it. Yeah. So if you're just like, everything is hopeless, then you just sit and do nothing. Then nothing, you don't enjoy anything and also nothing changes. Yeah. Yeah. And I you agree. don't have interactions with people. Um, I will say I had like one great situation come out of that, like just purely great situation. Uh, one kid that we had, uh, the first year I taught with Depth C there, um, we had a kid who was there and he ended up getting out and getting away from Chicago for a few years um, and like working on the path and just like getting serious about his writing. He was a super talented, but like kind of an asshole at first, but like he warmed up to us. Um, and it was just a great kid. He like started teaching the kids who were in there with him. He was like leading workshops with them. We, we weren't around. Wow. So it was just dope to see him be like excited about something and see a pathway to get somewhere with it. And now he's like speaking across the country and like doing shit and wow. like gone away to college. Um, and that was not the path that he was on before. And I don't think that like, writing saved him or whatever but it helped him for sure to get in a better place for himself yeah you you witnessed and, that growth that's that's really huge yeah wow in real time like that that just sounds incredible yeah it was dope that's amazing that's and so like it's just like moments like that they're rare but it helps and i it helps to like be able to dwell in that and be like all right that happened I was a part of helping somebody do that for themselves. Like I didn't do shit for him. I just helped him do that for himself. Yeah. You, and I that mean, feels good. You, you know? were, you were there, but, and you were more than there. I mean, you were part of it. Like it's, but like, it's like you were saying sometimes even in a completely different situation, just showing up matters, like being there matters, you know? And that's, yeah. that's awesome, man. That's like the coolest story. I'm so glad we talked about something really positive. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I didn't want to completely drag everything down no but it's, it's like 90 percent down it's part of it like i whenever um not to i don't want to go back to this subject but like funerals and stuff like i i have a lot of friends and ex-friends who like refuse to go to funerals and i honestly think that's kind of bullshit like i think you kind of owe it to the person if you cared about them to go but it's really more for us right it's like for people who are alive so like when I every I've been to a lot of funerals and whenever I go, it's sad, but I usually see my cousins or some friends and we'll yeah. be joking in the funeral, you know, like like you, people are crying and we'll make each other laugh. And then, yeah, you're doing what you do. If you're whoever it was was still there. Yeah, you go, and you, That's kinda, you go to the I, wake and you laugh. And like, yeah. I think that we really need that. So I think you can be like happy and sad at the same time. Laughter you know is the I mean? best medicine. Yeah, that's sure. Yeah, from. that's a real thing. Isn't that what they say? No, no that's true. That's yeah. true. Like my friend who passed this year, like 
I used to be one of those. I didn't have a lot of friends that passed, but I had like family members who I didn't necessarily go to their funerals when I was younger. So I did a, a period of probably like 10 years where I didn't go to a funeral. Um, and that was a couple of my aunts. Uh, but part of it was like also just like logistic stuff, traveling and, oh, and, yeah. and like having to miss work and money, which sucks too. Um, but I did go to my friend's funeral this year in April and it was hard, but also we were in there laughing and shit too. Like it was like, so it was just all the emotions packed in that period and just like seeing people I hadn't seen in a while and being in the same room with everybody and just talking about how much we love this person was like really helpful. Like I cried so much before that funeral and during the funeral too. But like I had days where I felt dehydrated from like how much I cried. Yeah. I was just so weak yeah. and being there and being with people who also love them. Like it helped a lot. Just feeling like that, that this person really mattered to all of us and it's brought us together. He was just a great dude and his impact was felt. Yeah. It's cliche. And like it's there, like I wasn't alone. It, absolutely. And it's like you, it's you see it in movies and stuff where they go like, Oh, it sucks that it took this to get us all together. You know, like that's the cliche, but like, it's like real life is, is kind of fake. Like your job, your stress, it's all like created. And like when you go to something like that, like a funeral or wake, you have a couple hours that is like kind of like outside of time where like you and your friends and loved ones get to like, remember what matters. And like, yeah, it's the worst part is that it's lost, but like, there's something good comes out of that where you can appreciate the life, your life and love, the love in your life. And that I think that's important, you know? And uh, I don't know anything. Like I don't tell people how to grieve. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just a specific thing for me. Like I, I, I'll make myself go. And I, I'll say this too. A lot of people like I, you know, I rap in front of people. Like it's a thing I, I public speak, um, but I don't like say speeches or anything and i've been to funerals i've been to some really bad ones but i've been to ones where like dudes i thought were like the biggest fuck-ups and clowns and like great guys and funny guys but like i never heard them say anything eloquently <laughs> and i've seen guys speak when like someone in their family passes and like it, it was just everything it is like a level of of person i didn't even know was in there and like that's there's something so beautiful about that the, for people to find that strength and and find those words, uh, which is like something I think I would struggle to do if I, I've never spoken at no. a funeral or you anything. You ever spoke at a wedding or anything? No, 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 no man. I wouldn't want to do that either. It scares just, the shit out of me. Yeah, honestly, kind of public for, speaking. Yeah, man. if I go up and do, oh, we could complain about public speaking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different thing, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, there's something beautiful about that kind of humanity uh it's like it's like capitalism man <laughs> dude it's like well you've done you've done like some stand-up stuff, yeah but that's that like jokes so you're doing like the opposite of that well, yeah. like that's hard that is hard to being sincere being is really serious. hard yeah it's easy to just make jokes and try to be funny you know, all because, i meant you know with I mean? the capitalism like, thing is like i hate capitalism but i love shoes you know what i mean it's like yeah if there's something bad you're gonna take something good out of well, the you bad. gotta buy shoes <laughs> it's right. a bad yeah. metaphor but <laughs> <laughs> no, the shoes part got me. Yeah, yeah, I thought you sure. like that. I have a shoe problem. Yeah. So yeah, man, I love shopping, dude. Hate capitalism, love shopping. I think that's okay. I think 
another part of growing is like learning that there's a duality to your existence. Where just like, don't overshot, right. man. Just because you hate something doesn't mean you can't like the results, and vice versa, or whatever you know. Right. So like, right. it's a that's a, a growing learning thing as a human too. Like, I think when you grow up punk rock or or even like hip hop, there's like this line of selling out and ca- and like being a hypocrite and like that's what everyone is so gung-ho about that when they're young and i think getting older is kind of realizing like oh yeah i'm a hypocrite too like like there's yeah, no learning how complicated and nuanced life yes is. yes like certain things seem very cut and dry when you're younger and haven't necessarily been through a shitload of life experience and you don't realize how connected things are how complicated right. shit is um, and then once you get there and like you fuck up sometimes along the path, you're like, oh shit, like just cause something's fucked up doesn't mean it's all bad or just right. cause someone fucked up doesn't mean they were trying to do bad, like trying to hurt you or whatever. Right. Right. Even on like a, like when you see a celebrity do an ad and it's like, don't they have enough money? And it's like, no, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like they still have a job. They still have stuff. They have responsibilities. And they shit. have kids. They have grandkids. You know, right. you know, like they they want their life to be good. Like you want yours to be good. Like I think about that with like uh, the like billionaires and like the worst people that like probably need to go. But like I can see their mental like that kind of where they're insane is they're like yeah I'll have all the money you could ever have. And my whole bloodline will be taken care of, but the world will end. Right. But, but I, I just know there's like this insane logic in their head where I'm like, I still hate the things they do, but I'm like, I get why they do it. It's, it's something they need to fucking learn is wrong. But like, right, family yeah. ends up being everything when you think when the especially when the world's ending, you're like, I don't fuck everybody else. I'm gonna take care of my family, which is the wrong thing. I mean, it's not wrong to take care of your family first. But it is wrong to like forsake humanity. If if disaster movies and zombie movies have taught me anything, it's like <laughs> it's the train track dilemma with billionaire yes. families. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. It's so funny, man. I was yeah. gonna say something. I forgot. I got, <laughs> I got a text. Now. You lost it. <laughs> Yo, we got a text on the number. Did you see that? Oh, I did that. Oh, you were just checking if our yeah, number hadn't been, it hadn't uh, been used for a while. So if you don't use it, they take yeah, it. Yeah, so if you guys want the number to back. text us or <laughs> yeah, call we don't us. Yeah, we don't ever plug that. Do you have the number? Or all you guys talk about. Uh, yeah, I just don't remember what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. So <laughs> anything else? The only other thing that comes to mind for me with, with loss is like I work so much now and it's not something I necessarily like to do to have the things I have like it's. I do think about it all day, like loss of time, loss of like creative time, loss of like just downtime. And then like I have a house, I have like a car, I'm getting married, like I have good things. But then it's like the time spent with those good things is so much smaller than the time spent working to have them. And that's like a kind of loss that like I struggle with uh, because it's it's not there's no balance. It's not 50 50. Yeah, it's like a lot more work uh, at my job than enjoying the fruits of my job. So. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> it's just time. To, I feel like one of the biggest. Yeah, losing time yeah. is one of the biggest things. Yeah, I feel like I get like sidetracked with shit that I wouldn't normally like. Something will break, and then I got to try to fix it or whatever it is. And then I'm like, the day's gone. Like, what the fuck yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Like, I feel like I lost. Like, just lost the whole day or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's one of the biggest things I feel like. I is think time as you get older time. too, like 
uh, for me, like two hours is your day. Yeah. Like you have yeah, 24 yeah, yeah. hours in the day. But if by you, the time you do all the shit, the if you distract like everything. a two hour thing, like if I have to put, I just got new furniture for this room. If I got to put something together for two hours. Yeah, that's what it, I mean. But your day's gone. So like yeah. two hours is a movie. But yeah. somehow it yeah. fucks your, it derails your whole day. There's an hour getting ready for those two hours, and there's an hour that you need to clean like, up afterwards. But like, like it just ruins your whole. It's like what did you do yesterday? Oh, I put a shelf together. Yeah. Oh, the whole day, yeah, the whole day. <laughs> That's what it was, pretty much. By the time we were done, it's like go. Well, going to the gym, right? Like going to the gym to go to the gym, right? To go right. Yeah. If you do it right. right exactly. It's going right. If you yeah. do it right, it's three or four hours, not one. Like I, you can spend an hour at the gym, but no, you need to get changed. You need to have protein. You need to stretch. All right. Now I do the hour at the gym. Okay. Now the hour actually was an hour and 15 minutes. You're like, now now I, got, I can start finally. It takes me 15 <laughs> minutes to drive home. Oh, a protein shake. Now I have to shower. That's your whole this five hours. You're whole fucking after yeah, that. that. Like, that happens with tattooing. We're like, the actual time I'm spending actually tattooing somebody is only like maybe an hour, a half, two hours. By the time we do paperwork, get yeah, the stencil right, figured right, out, right. putting that, we take a break to smoke, whatever. On, making sure that right, adds an hour and a half right or whatever. That definitely happens. I get it. Nobody, and I feel like people are in. It's like a, it's like a a lot of insanity. Like we're talking about capitalism. Like there's a lot of like cult, like like a, it's a psychosis that multiple people have. It's like cult mentality and like. I feel like everyone is in denial about how long things take. Like if you ever talk to anyone <laughs> about time, they are they are completely full of shit. Like oh well, no, nah, I'll take fifteen minutes. No, nah, I'll be there in ten minutes. None. It's never right. Yeah. There's no one is telling the truth about how long things take. Did you ever have that experience as a kid when your dad or somebody's like, hey, can you help me with this real quick? It'll take half Real an quick. hour. Yeah. And then it's like three hours. Right. Like right. Having that constantly as a kid taught me that of being like, all right, people lie and have no idea right. about time. <laughs> and also like they're telling you what they want you to hear. Oh so yeah. That you can like do the thing for them. Yeah. Or yeah. do whatever they need you to do. Like I you do. know, that we adjust time as we need to. See, I do the opposite. What my what I got from that is I do the opposite. So like when I need something from someone, I'm like, yo, I need you to do me a huge favor. And it's just like the tiny. It's like, can you stop at the grocery store? I need milk. Like I never. I, mean, I, I always. Okay. I, I build it I like up, it. and then it's nothing. <laughs> I try not to ask anybody for anything, but if I do, but it's also it's being real. It's a pre. It helps you appreciate any kind of help is help. It's a big deal. So there's no yeah, like absolutely. negligible amount. So I I always overplay it, and I always. Over well, unless I'm running really late and I feel bad, then I'll lie about how quick I'll be there. But I try to like over like if I could be there in 15 minutes, I'll be like, yeah, I'll be there in a half hour, and then uh, I'm there yeah, in yeah. 20 minutes, and yeah. everybody wins. And like, oh shit, you're early. So it's yeah. I'm still <laughs> lying. It's just the opposite of the lie. <laughs> like it's you're not. Just, it's like a pre-lie. Yeah, or it's I, like I get a, just in case. Lie. I get <laughs> people to have worse expectations, <laughs> and then I meet them better <laughs> yeah so no one's ever disappointed yeah right <laughs> i feel like i used to do that with my personality in general yeah yeah like i would set people up for like really low expectations and like oh he's actually not that bad dude a hundred percent just i just sell myself <laughs> as the biggest scumbag on the planet and then it, one nice thing and you're a saint <laughs> it's low yeah. expectations it's so your friend about, it's just like 
shifting expectations. Yes, yes. You don't have to be great. You have to be great in comparison to what the people think of you. Yeah, right. Just be the world's okayest person. That's yeah. all. <laughs> right. What is it? You, you know, this is dumb. Do you guys ever see Wedding Crashers? No. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. I mean, a long time ago. I never ago. watched the movie all the way through. At the end. I've seen pieces of it. At no. the end, whatever. Bradley Cooper's like a complete abusive jerk off and Vince Vaughn knocks him out at the wedding. And, uh, <laughs> but like Owen Wilson's like, Hey, to the, to Rachel McAdams, he's like, I'm not asking you to fall in love. I'm not even asking you to marry me. Just don't marry him. Let's go out. Like it's, it's like very like, well, I'm not the worst guy ever. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's give it a shot. Like it's very similar. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not saying I'm great, but I'm just not him. So yeah. it's a good, uh, it's a good way to look at things. Just don't be Biff Tannen. That's we all. we all have right? uh, we had a guest on Nick Scariata, and I used to work oh, yeah. with him. And uh, he we do fiber. He f- does fiber optics. And he <laughs> runs part of this company. And that that guy and his boss are two of the most in denial people about time you have ever seen. A- Eight a.m. means ten a.m. Fucking like like huge. They're like, oh, we just gotta swing by, and we're gonna do this one little thing, fix on this job. Half hour. And in my head, I go, four hours. And then Damn. four hours later, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting You're home. Right. Oh, my God, dude. That <laughs> I love Nick to death. That, that entire field is about lying about time. It's the only way you can ever get people to work there. I have to focus on time now. Like, pay, like all really? right, what time is it? I got this much time. Otherwise, yeah, I'll do that. I'll just... I'll... I'll to completely get distracted. And really? You are either. very like you're right. you're focused when and you was, know what you're doing, but, but you I mean, are when, easily distracted. At when time. I was in the military or even when I was like like on probation, shit like that. Like I had to be really like I couldn't be late to shit. Right. You know what I mean? So I used right. to be super like on time. But then after I didn't have to anymore, I'm like, fuck it. I'm whatever. I'll take my time now. You yeah. <laughs> I don't have to rush things anymore. Time is time. I feel like I shift back and forth. Like I do one extreme and then the other sometimes, or sometimes sit in the middle. And sometimes yeah. I feel okay with it. And sometimes I'm like this, I feel like I'm wasting my time. Like yeah. I feel like I'm like trying to do something, but I do obsess. a lot of times I've been just recovering from dealing with people. Yeah. And I'm like, I lose a day to myself because I like just can't deal with people. It's exhausting. Like I love people, but I'm exhausted by them. People are the hardest so, thing. Like, man. Yeah. No, please. I don't want to cut you off. Please, please continue. Oh, I didn't want to cut you off either. <laughs> no, you're um, good. But yeah, no, it's just, I, I, I'm an intensely introspective person. Like, I really am. Like, I've learned how to be, like, outgoing and shit. But that's not how I naturally am. Right. And so it's balancing the two. I enjoy it, but also it's, like, balancing the two. And so, like, I work at a bar. So, like, after a couple of days of that, I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody yeah. <laughs> other than, like, three people in the world. Yeah. And like, it's just, people aren't even like the worst necessarily trying to be. They just are because they're there and they don't know what they want or they're drunk or they like, they just don't know the best practices for doing anything. Yeah. People don't know where to stand, don't know where to sit, don't know how to like order shit. Like, it's just like things that seem very basic. There's something After like three days of dealing with that. I'm like, oh, that's fuck exhausting. Everybody. <laughs> There's something comforting about that though, right? Like when I was a kid, and I'd go to a bar. I'm like, I don't know how to do this shit. How do people know how to fucking do this shit? Dude, like, do how what? Do like order a drink, they, or but like... they don't. They don't know anything. Dude. Are you talking about working or yeah. being when, at a bar, well, like you, as a customer? When, be, Both, but being yeah, at a bar. Yeah, when people are just so being at a bar ordering yeah, yeah. a drink. Okay. People 
40-year-old men don't know how to order yeah, a I don't fucking know. drink. Yeah, like, I don't fucking and then know. everyone, people who have experienced it have created like a system on how they do it, which is also wrong. And people who are young, at least they 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 want to pretend they know, but they don't know shit. You know, they order like the dumbest drink. But the the worst is the surprise me. Or the guy who's like, well, well, what I'll have, no, what which beer on that list is good. It's like, man, I don't fuck like it's beer. I don't like, know what you yeah. like. Yeah, how would I know what you like? You could have a Guinness you. or a Corona. Yo, when like, somebody does fuck? that, give them the worst shit you Dude, have. I always in the give bar. them. I would always <laughs> give, them give them the worst. The shit. first thing on the draft list, <laughs> the most expensive. <laughs> nine out of ten times, they'd be like, "This is awful," and I'm like, "We'll see. You know what you like then." So fucking order that next time. Yeah, I always I, just ask for fake Red Bull. I they worked at Champs and Mill for a long time, man, and it was like. Uh, people don't I, like I grew up very um, antisocial and very uh, uh, I was a very quiet kid. And then later in life, that kind of led to me being really social. And I, I just wanted to be different from that. But I think people who that comes naturally to don't understand how exhausting it is to be outgoing and social because you're putting on a show. You're acting yeah. like it takes real effort to be like especially serving people at a bar it, it, that's yeah. even more you're people, like they think that you're partying like right. no my job is to make, facilitate a party for you right and make it look fun for you right so that's exhausting for me right and <laughs> like, even on the good days i'm still working I'm, I'm like giving myself to make it look fun for you and i'm having fun sometimes too but i am forcing myself to do it because I have to do it for money. I know. And you're it's not just all choice. You're acting. You, you have to act like everyone's funny. Like everyone's right. charming. Like, I, mean, I don't really do that, but yeah, it, there's two ways to be the bartender, like the, the all out or like the kind of the curmudgeon is people love that the guy who busts balls too. But even that, then you're like Don Rickles. Yeah. Either, like it's still, a, it's still an act. It's still yes. like work. It's still like putting on a performance. Yeah, absolutely. And people don't get that. They think that you're just there having fun, chilling. Yeah. And doing shots and it's great. Like, no, nah, like I'm exhausted too just from dealing with your dumbass. Absolutely. And if you do do a shot, it fucks your night up. Like I never, you, you have to count out later. I never yeah. bartended, but would you rather bartend during a show or not during a show? Well, it's or is it just different? during a show is money, you More know, money, I like, guess. but it's probably crazy yeah. or chaotic, right? Kinda, yeah. Well, you can't hear people. And, something's you know. fun about, but being, also a lot of it's like it's simplified version of it. Like people like order the simplest shit. Yeah. Yeah. People okay. Aren't necessarily getting like super complex cocktails at shows. They're like, get it, get yeah. a beer. Or yeah. Get yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And then and you get to hear music. To and it feels good to be able right. to like run from one end of the bar to the other, take the money, give the drink. But it's like, a, I have like pretty bad OCD. And some chaos like that forces me to to be outside of it. You have to be fluid to get that done. You can't be like A, B, C, D. You have to jump around to F to you B. Be efficient. To C. Yeah, you have yeah, to. Yeah, you're it. just moving. You're, you're doing. You're you're managing your time in the second. You don't have a yeah, lot of time yeah. to think when it's crowded. Right. But on a slow night, you can have a couple regulars, and it's calm and fun. But then you have to sit there for six hours and not make any fucking money. So it's one or the other, you know, yeah. it's either chaos yeah. or it's feast or famine with bartending, which is like, it could be really brutal. Yeah. The schedule too. I thank you for doing this so early. <laughs> what is it? Well, an hour early? We had a short night last night. Oh, so good, good. What good. time is it there? Luckily, I didn't make any money, but it was fine. I was happy to go home early. Yeah. Some nights it's just how it is. Yeah. You well, no, I'm, I was really glad that you asked me to do this. So thank you. No, nah, man, this is, dude, I'm so happy to hear from you and so happy to have you on. Like, this rules. Uh, 
sometimes I get sick of fucking hearing myself talk. So we rely on the <laughs> no, guests to be really? interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's the hardest thing about therapy, man. Is like I'm just sick of fucking talking about myself. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. It's like, it's like, all right. So what did we still did, got? Did we I mean, learn? We still got 15 minutes. Did we learn anything today? Uh, just I guess uh, I don't know. <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> Why what, do I, I even ask you? Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> we try to keep this a balance, I guess. Yeah, like, I tried to do it. One day I started saying, did we learn anything? Everyone's like, why the fuck do you ask well, that? I, guess I don't care because I want to learn something. Do I not, try not to dwell uh, on the bad that's shit. That's a good question to ask. Yeah, I, I think I learned something from overanalyzing every conversation I have. We might as well do it publicly. I, I learned to dwell on the good shit more. Yeah, I think that bit. is a good to celebrate your victories the same yeah, way you celebrate the, your defeats. Is a, you won't feel it. Yeah. It's a good thing to remember, I think. Yeah. Yeah, let yourself have some moments. You feel like you achieved something. <laughs> yeah. You don't feel like it's all just for nothing or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I try not to take stuff for granted. And the less time I have, the harder that is. And uh, definitely like the whole first part of this podcast talking about loss. It's I try to take people not for granted. I try to appreciate my time with them. I definitely like, like we just, it's Chris. We just had Christmas and New Year's and, I don't have a lot of friends anymore. I don't have a lot of close friends, but I, I have my family and I really appreciate the time I get to spend with them. And it's not a lot anymore. So I, I yeah. don't take stuff like that for granted. And it's good to remember not to. Nice. You know, you having a big old New Year's bash? We're having a couple people over. We're doing the same thing. Oh, are you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I already think Bella, <laughs> it was Bella's idea, and I think she doesn't want so, to do it. So we won't see each other. <laughs> so we're just <laughs> both know. doing our own thing. That's we good. usually do just do our own whatever. <laughs> Did well, you learn you anything? We see each other, so it's not like you have to see each other for New Year. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do something every week. I see we you more to. than most friends, yeah. honestly, for this hour or whatever. I guess more consistently, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Lamont, did you learn something. anything? What I'm learning from you right now, which like I've had this conversation with friends, but I'm just relearning again for the millionth time, is that sometimes it helps to just have a thing to do with somebody. We're like, hey, we're friends, but also like we can do a thing together. And that's how we facilitate part of our friendship. Right. And knowing that we're going to have regular time together. Right. We're about to go um, record a that's song. That's how tomorrow things happen. <laughs> right. We just all spent time around each other and then start to turn that into a thing. Yeah. Um, and they're like, all right, well, now let's give that thing a name. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, I'm trying to figure out how to do that again with friends I have now because I don't have a lot of friends right now that I see regularly. I have friends all over the place, but not a lot of friends who I see on a regular basis. Like, I spend a lot of time just like alone or just like with whoever I run into, not necessarily making plans with people, which is good too to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But I do miss having like a regular set of like, a cast of friends like all right these are my people this is who i see three days a week and not just because i work with them necessarily but also like do stuff that's completely our choice yeah so i think there's nothing know, wrong with to, like get my friends together there's nothing wrong with structure like i i wouldn't get anything done yeah. with structure when i'm well, that's why i try to like take classes now like i'm trying to take writing classes and Im improv classes and stuff because I won't do it on my own. Oh, I forgot. How's that going? Uh, still doing that? Yeah, it was over and it's coming back. Around? It's fine. And I'm, the writing class thing, I had a guy who was like a playwright who was supposed to tutor me and now I haven't heard from him. But it's the holidays. It'll all come back after yeah. all. But I won't... I can sit down and write. But I I would... I benefit from someone being like, well, we'll do this. 
instead of me left to just how whatever whatever wild no structure yeah. way for me to do it. So yeah. I'm trying to do more yeah, of that, and I don't think guy. there's anything wrong with making time for friends, but in the realm of something else. I also think it's important yeah. to um, understand that like not like nothing is important too. Like like right. doing Just nothing. Time to do nothing together is great. Yeah, no rules, no pressure is very important too. And that's yeah. I really have a I struggle with that. I love TV. I love movies. I love comic books. Really? But when yeah, <laughs> but when I do it, like I don't. I find myself like I watch TV now on my phone while I get stuff done, and I uh, I have I have a it's a struggle to just sit on the couch and let myself do nothing and enjoy it. And that's sometimes it's like you don't have to feel guilty about yeah. that. Like you're allowed to just fucking sit there. People just sat yeah. there for thousands of years, man. We live we live in like a hyper accelerated time. We're all constantly doing stuff. Like it never stops. So like you can just fucking sit down, man. Did you watch the new South Park? No, man. No, I will you don't never watch, it. watch the new South Park. Well, I gotta Park. tell you, I gotta tell you. So it's about these influencers <laughs> doing ads for like these like hydration drinks. It's supposed to be like G Fuel. Oh, and it's yeah. like they're supposed to be marketed not for kids, but it's only kids drinking it. Right. And I'm like, we literally did that same we did shit. That. Yeah, we're a part <laughs> of was, the problem. It was, it was kind of funny actually. Yeah. It's called cred. The drink's called cred. Like, <laughs> that sounds cred? right. Yeah, do you have cred? Is, yeah. Street cred. <laughs> they got these weird flavors and shit. I've talked about this on uh the podcast before too. I know we're wrapping this up, but uh I actually heard someone talk about it on a different podcast, which blew What's my mind. That? But an escape from New York and escape from LA. Snake Plissken, he's in both movies, he's dying. Like they literally okay. inject him with poison. He has okay. to get the task done to get the cure. Okay. There's only a certain amount of time. Sounds like a video game. But in but yeah, they both are very video game nice. oriented. But like at one point after a shootout or something, he just finds like a dirty fucking chair and he sits down for a minute and takes a breath. And it's my favorite part of the fucking movie. It's so cute. Like you never see that in an action movie. Like he, like he just fucking fell off a motorcycle and shot two guys. And he's he's like, just like, I gotta sit. He's here like, for I a just gotta fucking breathe for five minutes. And like, yeah. I, I heard on a different podcast them talk about. They're like, why the fuck does he sit down? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking you about? Recover. Yeah. You, sometimes Recovery you just is important. The the best part of my and day you know, is when I let myself sit yo, down for five. And you minutes. know when they did the editing for that movie, they probably cut all kinds of shit out, but they kept that one yeah, part in there a, where he sits on the chair. Imp- important it's it's yeah. why he's not i mean the guy's a fucking superhero he cannot lose but i gotta, I gotta watch they that. show you that like it's not always easy he's just it's he's a human there's yeah. a struggle he's sick he needs to breathe yeah. it, it's like it's very <laughs> it shows you that like everything is desperate and there's no you have to get all your shit done but take five minutes if you need yeah. it. take fucking five minutes stop like, and smell the roses like they say right it'll get done so i don't know man but that's I think about that every fucking time I sit down. I think about that like my yeah. version of that is that I take a two hour bath when I can't. <laughs> Yo, I love yeah. that. That's amazing. And I'm like fuck that shit. I need to sit down and like take care of myself. Um, a couple of years ago, I was like having really bad back problems to the point where it would be a struggle for me to walk sometimes for like two three weeks Oof. at a time. Oh my god! I remember one time I did a show. I had been like basically in the bed for like a week except for going to work. I crawled out of bed and like limped my way to the show and then got on stage Ugh. and did what the fuck I did, jump around and yeah. have all this fucking energy for like 45 minutes. And then you felt it. And was like up <laughs> and able to like move around after the show to like sell CDs and shirts or whatever the fuck. 
And then after the show, went home and crawled back in bed and laid there <laughs> yeah. and went back Oof. to my life of feeling crippled for like another week. Yeah, that's right. And like having that happen to me for two years in a row, I started to like take breaks and be like, I need to figure something out. And my partner at the time had gotten me uh, acupuncture treatments. And so going to that and started doing like cupping and then was like just kind of paying more attention, like stretching and yeah. my body and just being like, sometimes I need to rest and really like take care of myself. But also I can't wait until it's the absolute worst yeah. before I do that. And so like taking care intermittently all the time helps things just like generally feel better. And so I haven't had problems like that in like years since. That's so such like, a great taking that time to yourself physically and mentally is important. It matters. Yeah, you just broke it down perfectly. There's a real result to it. Like you need to to take a two hour bath once in a while, or else you're gonna end up not right. being able to fucking walk on the weekend. That that's brilliant, man. You just made me feel so much better yeah, <laughs> about my downtime. About it like it's just like oh, it'll make you feel better, like just like kind of emotionally. But no, it's actually physically yeah. important. Yeah, like, and even if like if you go to the gym, you know about recovery and working out, like. You don't have gains and growth until you recover. You got to take time off yeah. to actually grow mm-hmm. and be better. So that's important. Just as a person, you need that. Yeah, that's well said. That, that's the that's another thing I'm I'm going to take away from this and remember. Like it's not anything mental to me seems fake. Like the physical is real right, and the right. mental is fake, which is absolutely completely untrue. But like, yeah, taking a break, it's like I'm. I'm like you fucking pussy. You gotta sit down. Like I'm, I'm beating myself up <laughs> the second. I, and it's like, no man, you actually need this. You, you ever need sat, this. Right? You never sat but at a show. Somebody else who you care for is like, I'm going through this. You like, you're gonna tell them. Yes. The exact thing you're telling yourself you're weak for doing. Yes. Like, no, take a break. Take care of yourself. Yeah. But when it comes to you, you're like, no, fuck that. I gotta go. I gotta get through this. I gotta pound through this. Yep. Like, yep. And you're yeah. so. I'm so mean to myself. And it's another cliche, but it's like, would you talk to your friend this way? Would you talk to someone you love this way? I would never, never talk to someone the way I talk to myself in my inner monologue. I, I wouldn't do that to somebody. And like that may, <clears throat> might be pretty unhealthy the way I talk to myself then if that's the way when you put it in perspective, you know, it's uh, it, that's something I need to work on, too. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to have that perspective 100 percent of the time. Absolutely. You know, like there's moments where you're very in it, moments where you're not. And you also got to forgive yourself for that, too. Yeah, yeah, for, for it's hard, but it's constant practice. It, it's I got It's a learning curve. I, I and it's just like learning the same, making the same mistakes over and over again, and learning the same lessons over and over again. I think like it's okay to forgive yourself over and over again. Like if you forgive, if yeah. you if you forgive yourself and then you're still mad about it or still upset with yourself about, it, you got to just forgive yourself again, man. It's it's endless, but you have to do it. Uh, Lamont, do you have anything to plug? Anything going on? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you can plug I mean, I've stuff. been making music. I've been working on stuff. There's a project or two in the works that I would like to get out in 2024. Um, I can't give like a time on it, but you'll be hearing stuff from me music wise. Um, other than that, like just like my homies are making some of the best music I think right now. Um, Minnesota, I think is the most talented rapper to ever exist. Possibly. Wait, say, say um, again. He's amazing. Uh, Rich Jones is a great dude who like makes really do really great music. He was just like doing really cool shit everywhere he touches anything is great. Def C and Rich Jones. Twenty eighty five is like amazing. Who, fuck. Like who was the first know? person you said? I, I missed the name. Minnesota. Minnesota. Cool. This is my cousin. Awesome. Yeah, nice. he's like super fucking talented. He got shouted out on Absol's last record. Wow. 
because uh, he taught Ab how to write punchlines. Wow. Like 20 years ago. <laughs> That's nuts. Um, and like, I kind of remember that story when it happened, but sort of forgot about it because it was 20 years ago. And it was dope to like see Ab so say that. And so like millions of people like know my cousin helped him out a lot. You That's know? So, so cool. Dope. I mean, they've been friends for, for this entire time. And they've done shows. Ab's had them out. But it helps to have somebody like put you in their music. Oh, yeah. Where, you know, millions of people are streaming their shit. Now they're hearing him shout out my cousin's name, which is dope. Yeah, you know? that's sick. That's so cool, man. What, where can people find so, your stuff? So that, what's uh, the best place for it? My name is searchable. Just Lamont Manuel on all the things, wherever, wherever you find your music. I have music videos. I have street music streaming. Uh, sometimes I post sneak peeks of things on Twitter or Instagram. So if you want to follow me on one of those, it's just my name. So if you search that, you'll find it. I have a pretty rare name. Not a lot of me's out there. So it's nice. Real name, no gimmicks. Yeah. There's only like, there's one other race strife in Korea somewhere or something. So I I do pretty good with that. Isn't he the original? I think I'm the original. You are the original. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, Lamont, you're incredibly talented, dude. Uh, I love being on tour with you. I love your music. I love your Twitter presence. I think you're awesome. Uh, I'm so happy we got to do this. Thank you again for being on. Uh, it means a lot, man. Thanks for having me. It, it meant a lot to be able to get up and do this and have a cool conversation to start my day. It's so, so it's so you. great to talk to you, man. Eric, do you have anything to plug? Nah, not really. I got that new album, uh, phone call album I'm working on. Still working on it. Right. So Working right. on oh, that shit. thing. Sorry, one last thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my homie AMS has a record coming out pretty soon. Uh, look out for him. His record's really fucking good. He has a couple singles that just dropped on Spotify and Apple Music, but I think he put two, two different singles on different things. So okay. if you have one, you get to hear one. If you have one, you get to hear the other. That's a brilliant, um, brilliant that's a good method. Idea. So, <laughs> I love it. So if you have both, you get to hear it all. That's but, awesome. Uh, check him out. I'm going to be working on something for him pretty soon, too. Hell nice. yeah, man! I love all the the shout outs. We usually we ask people what they're promoting, and yeah, <laughs> they just—it's rare they say. I mean, we're working on stuff. Every but. everybody else says great selfless selfless promotion here. We're gonna go record. It's gonna take us probably get done like twenty minutes. Yeah, we'll get done pretty quick. <laughs> twenty I, minutes? No, I, it'll be like four hours. Remember? It'll be less than. Yeah, Our right, time's yeah. off over there. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll set up it. Well, twenty minutes. We'll be I have, done. <laughs> I have a me- whenever we record something, I have a mental clock that's like. Around two or two and a half hours and we don't usually go over much i just don't tell yeah, you yeah. that well we are set up so but uh, we'll i'm doing something we're recording something for jesus hating liar uh dave who was on the show not too long ago um i don't really have much man i'm working on a record with um um selector fuzz he's like an edm dude out of uh trenton lawrence and he's a it's a rap record, but he's just like it's kind of weird because he's he's kind of a weird dude. So awesome. that'll be fun. Nice. Me and Eric. New rap records are good. Yeah. Wait, that yeah. one new song you did live was that one you're doing? Yeah, now? yeah. yeah. I like that, one. that. That was cool, man. I, that one I love that song. So I, I it's rare that I love stuff I do. I throw a lot of it away these days. But that one came out really good. But that one's like a rap song. And I can't wait to hear it. Like his his other stuff's a little weird. We're we're we're, we're getting into it. We're I can't wait to, to hear it on a good sub. Yeah, a better system. <laughs> yeah, a better system. Better system, man. <laughs> so other than that, I, I just keep fucking plugging shit away and doing shit whenever I can. So RaymondStrife666.com. Lamont Manuel, thanks again, man. We're going to take a picture with your screen. So don't don't leave. Um, okay. Uh, just give us five seconds to get that together. But yeah, for sure. This is so great, man. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year. We'll see Happy you guys Year, in uh, 2024. Um, fuck yeah, punk's out. The agent punk of-
The Agent Funk's Complaint is recorded at Sketchism's Media Studios and produced by me, Eric Backlund. The theme song, The Agent Funk Complains, was written by Raymond Strife and Il Omega. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Agent Punks Complain. And if you like the show, leave a review and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can also leave us a message that may be featured on the show. Just call or text 609-358-0804.